0: Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely.
1: From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Lunar New Year is only a week away. February 1st, and with this Omicron-inflected January... I think we can just all agree that everyone should just switch on over and begin the year on February 1st. In many cultures, the Lunar New Year spread is crucial, and some of you may already be running behind getting the meal ready. Joining us to talk elaborate feasts, the best takeout, and your favorite Lunar New Year dish or tradition, we've got KQED Food Editor Luke Sai, who you may have noticed is now joining us every other week for our series on the food cultures of the Bay Area. Welcome back, Luke. Thanks so much for having me, Alexis. Yeah. So last year you wrote, for many Bay Area folks, the Lunar New Year is a time for big, rambunctious gatherings, whole extended families huddled around 10 top banquet tables after the Chinatown parade, everyone jockeying for prime Lazy Susan position. In case you hadn't guessed, none of that's happening this year. So that was last year. What about this year? Are those things coming back or are we still in full pandemic uh, shutdown of this particular kind of celebration? (laughs)
2: I you know I think everybody you know heading towards the end of this past year was looking forward to a sort of return to normalcy you know I think a lot of folks um, who haven't been able to travel um, back you know traditionally it's a time when a lot of people travel back to to China or to Taiwan or to you know wherever their sort of homeland is uh, to see family Um, and that's all been you know waylaid um by this pandemic um and then omicron hit you know mm-hmm. and so i think a lot of those types of plans have been put on hold again um a lot of people are not doing indoor dining um at this particular moment Um just like right now we're just sort of looks like hitting the peak of this and and maybe in a couple of weeks things will be looking a lot better but um the the new year is kind of right in the middle of it. um so i think it's going to be pretty similar to last year i think you know it's going to be a lot of takeout and it's going to be a lot of small gatherings um that people are just sort of having in their own home, homes home and cooking. And, yeah. yeah and maybe and maybe not the big extended you know 30 people gathering but maybe just you know one or two or three families um getting together in their home.
1: We want to hear from you. What are you cooking this year? What's your favorite Lunar New Year dish or tradition And even if you don't celebrate the Lunar New Year What food do you eat to ring in a New Year Give us a call now 866-733-6786 That's 866-733-6786 Twitter, Facebook, Instagram We're KQED Forum Or you can email your questions and comments To forum at kqed.org How about your family, uh, Luke? Uh, How do you celebrate the Lunar New Year? Well, you know, growing up, you know, there are all these sort of
2: traditional foods, you know, I'm part of a Chinese Taiwanese immigrant family. And so growing up, you know, my my parents would teach me, you know, you would have certain dishes as part of that sort of New Year's Eve banquet, you know, which this year would take place on the 31st. Um, That's sort of when family would all get together. Um, And, uh, you know, in, in a lot of, uh, cultures that the, the New Year's dishes all have a symbolic meaning. You know, so in, in the Chinese language, there are all these dishes um, that are homophones of uh, words that are lucky or that have good meanings. Uh, you know, so so for instance, um, you always have you always have a, a whole fish. You know, because there's a saying yoyu, uh, which is like every year you have fish, um, but uh, it's also homonym for for abundance and prosperity that, that, that each year would bring more abundance and prosperity. So you always have a fish and it always has to be a whole fish, you know, not, not like a cut up fish, but a whole, like a steamed fish. Um, And supposedly, you know, I don't remember ever doing this in my family, but you're supposed to leave a little bit of it um, left over at the end so that you don't run out of prosperity um, in the new year. You still have a little bit left. Um, another dish I remember is uh, nian gao, which is like these sweet, sticky rice cakes. And again, it's, it's, it, the meaning is is sort of like uh, nian, which means sticky, uh, but it also means uh, a year. Um, and so it's like a prosperous year, a year in which your your prosperity grows Um, and it's these sweet sticky rice made with sticky rice flour. And they they sort of have, um, a lot of times red bean paste. Um, and I remember growing up, you know, traditionally it's, it's steamed, um, or it's like pan fried to order. Um, but I remember growing up, um, my, you know, I was talking to my mom about this the other day and she was like, yeah, I made this like fusion version because in the U.S." we had these big American style ovens that you know basically no one has in, in Taiwan or China. And so she was like, wouldn't it be great if I could bake like a whole, basically loaf of this so I don't have to like do <laughs> each individual order at a time. And so that was the version that I remember growing up with and eating for New Year's was this like rectangular cake um, that was sticky and sweet and topped with sesame seeds. Um, and almost reminds me a little bit, if you've ever had, um, uh, butter mochi, um, uh, it's, it's got that sort of like texture and sticky sweet thing going on. Um, so these are the sort of dishes that, that I remember growing up with, but I don't do any of that, (laughs) (laughs) uh, with, with, with my family. And I think in the diaspora, you know, and especially second generation people, it's just really hard, you know, like, I don't know a lot of those recipes, um, and also here in the US, it's not like if you're overseas where you get like two weeks vacation um, for Lunar right. Year, like my whole life, um, Lunar New Year has just been another school day and another work day, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just like, it's not nothing like when you celebrate it overseas. And so no one has time, like no one has time to spend like three days preparing this big feast. Um, and if you, even if you wanted to take that time, you might not know how to make it. And so Um, what I plan to do this year and what I've traditionally done with my family for the past several years is we just have hot pot, you know, and, and pre-Omicron, we would maybe go to a hot pot restaurant. Um, there was a spot that we really liked, um, in Oakland, Chinatown that we would go, um, either for hot pot or there's a place in Chinatown that does steam pot, which is like a similar kind of thing, except for the food is steamed instead of boiled in, in soup. Um, And it's just a great way to have this, like, very abundant, luxurious, uh, communal meal. Um, You know, everybody sticking their chopsticks. I know it's sort of a faux pas, but, you know, you're sort of all sticking your chopsticks into the same pot. you know, um, just sharing this um, big bowl of soup that you're that you're cooking the food right as you eat it. and that so that's always what I've done. There's another family that we we do it with, and we'd either do it at a restaurant or we do it at our home. Um, but this year we'll see, you know, because hot pot it's not really something that you want to do outdoors necessarily. So it might just be us, you know, in our own house yes, having have, yeah. having having family hot pot.
1: We're talking about the foods and traditions of the Lunar New Year with KQED Food Editor Luke Sai. What are you cooking this year? What's your favorite? Lunar New Year dish or tradition that you grew up with or that you carry on or, or both. Give us a call now 866-733-6786 that's 866-733-6786 Twitter and Facebook or KQED Forum So there is something you know as you become a food critic you've had your own traditions but have you come to love some other cultures uh, Lunar New Year's foods?
2: Um Yeah, you know, I think, uh, and I think that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, often erroneously referred to as Chinese New Year, you know, because I think, you know, here in the US, and really, even in Asia, there's like a tendency to be very Chinese centric, you know, but then there are all these other uh, countries that have their own traditions, whether you're talking about Korea, you know, and like, they do like these delicious, like rice cake, um soup like a savory rice cake soup that's like their traditional thing um or whether you're talking about um vietnam where again there's like all kinds of like different um like rice crepes and other kinds of things that are traditional for the new year so so i definitely um have developed a fondness um for a lot of those traditions and and even even uh countries that don't celebrate lunar new year like uh you know the the gregorian new year has just passed and so like one of my favorite things that that i always like to talk about is this restaurant uh Rintaro izakaya Rintaro, oh, yeah in, in um san francisco and they before they became this sort of fancy restaurant the chef uh just would do these Pop-ups um, and sort of like bento box deliveries in the East Bay. And sort of his signature thing was that every year for New Year's, he would do these Osechi boxes. And similar to uh, you know, for Chinese New Year, um, it's a tradition where um, you know, in traditional Japanese households, like traditionally the mother would be the one who'd have to cook, you know, every day of the year. She wouldn't get any break. And so the New Year's Day would be the one day a year when the, the sort of homemaker, the housewife, wasn't expected to cook. Except for, you know, what that just meant is that she had to cook it, you know, <laughs> several days in advance. And so what they would make are these very elaborate, they call them osechi um, boxes. And so traditionally, you would make all these foods, again you know, sim- symbolizing wealth, symbolizing prosperity, symbolizing long life, you know, each each particular item having this symbolic um, meaning, and they would each be in their individual compartments. And so Rintaro does this like super luxurious version of that where like his father is like a Japanese carpenter. So he like has <laughs> Japanese cedar brought in from overseas to make these boxes by hand you know so you have these handmade boxes that's like the smell of the the fresh wood you know it's just wafting as soon as you as soon as you open it um, and then each item you know is it, just sort of beautiful it's like this beautiful jewel box um, yeah. that has these these foods and, you know, shout out Sylvan
1: Brackett. This is uh, he's the uh, <laughs> he's the uh, Sylvan Mishima he, Brackett is the uh, co-owner of he, uh, he is, he's the owner of um, he's he the
2: yeah, he's the guy. And so traditionally, you would eat this, you know, on New Year's Day, you know, so you would make it in advance. And then on New Year's Day, sort of at your leisure. You wouldn't have to cook. everything's sort of meant to be eaten at room temperature, and so you can kind of just eat that throughout the day. Yeah. Um, so that, that's another one of my favorites, but there's so well know, let's bring in um,
1: so many yeah yeah let bring in, let's bring in CY Chia, co-owner and co-chef of the Lion Dance Cafe in Oakland. Welcome, CY. Hi,
0: thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. Um, what is your fa- what's your sort of tradition of the lunar New Year?
0: Um, Well, there's a big one in um, Singapore and Malaysia that's relatively recent, actually. But um, it's called Yusheng, that translates to raw fish. Um, It's a homophone for abundance. (laughs) And um, it's also referred to as lohe, which would mean prosperity toss. So it's this beautiful... um, salad of thinly sliced raw vegetables, thinly sliced raw fish, or a vegan substitute, which there's a lot of vegetarians, uh, especially people who eat vegetarian for Lunar New Year. There's also seeds, nuts, pomelo. It's this beautiful, uh, very colorful salad plated on a large dish. And um, at some restaurants, you can get it plated very artfully Um, in my family, my aunties always liked to get the kids to plate it like um, using the different colored vegetables. So it would resemble um, like the animal of the year. Oh, wow.
1: Well, so it's a tiger this year. So it'd be.
0: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Looking forward to seeing their photos. Um, this year.
1: <laughs> um, and, you know, the Singaporean cuisine is kind of fascinating, right? Cause it's this fusion of all these different kind of cultures in the, in the same place. Do you see the Bay areas having, kind of a similar you know so many different uh peoples are represented here in the bay area all bringing their own lunar new year's uh traditions and of course intermingling right people are friends people have dinner with each other do you uh see the way you see your you know particular tradition being influenced by the people you know here in the bay
0: um yeah i believe so like for instance, um, at Line Dance Cafe, like last year, we will have our own version of a lohe mm-hmm. salad on the menu as a special. And um, it's, um, yeah, we use all this beautiful local produce we get from the um, Old Oakland Farmer's Market. Um, we use Yuba from our friends at Hodo. Um, yeah, it's just really nice to see this turn into something else just based on uh, where you are and who's around you. Yeah. Luke, how about you? I mean, do
1: you see this kind of I don't want to call it fusion because that has this particular <laughs> meaning, but this kind of synthesis of different kind of Bay Area immigrant cultures as they kind of like work through what Lunar New Year should be here in this part of the Pacific?
2: yeah I mean, I think that here in the in the u s and and in the Bay Area in specific um people just tend to be a little bit less rigid when it comes to thinking about some of these traditions you know i think I think it's like growing up you know i I always learned you have to have you know this this dish it has to be served this way, you know, and I think here it's just you know like you don't have you don't have enough of a community. Um, where you feel like you can really celebrate in that super, super, super traditional way. So whether that means borrowing from other cultures, and, you know, c- kind of fusing it together, um, whether it means, you know, like, there's lots of restaurants, you know, f- um, doing sort of like high end, like, um, like pastries that that sort of have like Lunar New Year flavors, you know, Viridian is, is another bar, in um in oakland that's doing that kind of thing this year for lunar new year i think um you know i wrote about recently this um this vegan bakery company called annie's tea cakes and you know for for lunar new year they put together this um very beautiful like pastry box and they were serving um vegan you know because it's a vegan bakery so they were doing vegan versions of moon cakes um, and also mooncake biscuits, which is sort of like this cookie that you make with the leftover dough um, from when you're making mooncakes. And mooncakes are traditionally served during um, the Mid-Autumn Festival, so it's not even a, a Lunar New Year item per se. Um, but I think it's it's okay, you know. Like I yeah. think here here in the Bay Area, it's just like everyone just wants to sort of have a festive time and learn about each other's cultures. You know, I think there's a real spirit of just like people wanting to understand different cultures and wanting to experience the different foods from these other cultures. Um, and so I think that's 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 like a really great thing and a really um, one of the best parts of living in the Bay Area.
1: Absolutely. See, what, um just to unite the segments here, how how have you been handling this sort of pandemic stress and uh, on your restaurant? And are you do you feel like you're on stable ground as we you know round the the top of this Omicron,
0: Omicron surge? Um, (laughs) I don't think I could say that I'm on stable ground. I don't think um, most restaurants here could say that, but we've been lucky to have a lot of, um, a lot of support and a lot of, um, amazing regulars. Yeah. Yeah. And do
1: you anticipate changing anything in the near future to make things different or or bigger or smaller?
0: Yeah. Well, um, we still haven't been open for dine-in. So we're hoping to start with a parklet um, and then eventually one day dine in. Yeah. Yeah. Luke,
1: I um, wanted to give you just, you know, our last 30 seconds here. You had a restaurant that you really miss out in the outer Richmond. Um, you want to give it a shout out? Yeah. Um. Which was? Oh, oh so, maybe there's a which, bunch. Which Ji- was? Jiangnan cuisine.
2: Giang-nan oh, cuisine. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to remember. I forget you're a food
1: been. critic. You know, like 700 yeah. <laughs> restaurants. Um,
2: um, yeah, Jiangnan cuisine. You know, I know the first segment was talking about beloved businesses that were closing. And this one may not have been as well known to um, folks outside of the Chinese American community. But Jiangnan cuisine was one of my very favorite Uh, regional Chinese restaurants in the Bay Area, you know, um, just uh, specializing in the food of Jiangnan, which is sort of adjacent to Shanghai. Um, A lot of braised dishes, a lot of like sort of sweet, um, like braised pork belly, um, really, really delicious. Delicious. And, delicious and I'll definitely miss it.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm missing it just right now. We've been talking about foods of the Lunar New Year with KQED food editor, Luke Sai and CY Chia co-chef at Lion Dance Cafe in Oakland. Stay tuned for another hour of Forum Ahead. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the heising Simons Foundation.